0: Welcome to Invest Stories, a podcast about real stories, real estate, and taking real action. Join hosts John Cooper and Kyle Robertson as they talk investing, mindset, and taking that first step. We
1: all have a story. What's yours? The Investories Podcast.
0: Welcome to Wednesday Wins. We're talking all about the wins and successes and uh, failures in part of our, our guest today, but also actions you can take to get started on your journey or level up, kind of where you're at in your investing journey. Uh, so we're super excited to bring you that that content. Don't forget to jump on social media and reach out to us, Investories Pod, uh, on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel link in the comments. Uh, below and uh, yeah until the next month
2: so uh, one of the things that you, you've you got on um, you know we get a marketing package from all of our uh, all of our guests before and we get to know them a little bit before we bring them out to the to the public on the show and um, it, you talked about breaking free and how to hit your freedom number in five to seven years now that's a, that's a very appealing thing for a lot of people Now, if I was a new person and and I don't know anything about real estate, how can I become financially free through real estate in just five to seven years? Because real estate is notorious for being that that one industry that just takes forever because so many people rely almost exclusively on appreciation. And as you talked about it, you know, all the way through the mid to late 90s, there was none. So. How, how does somebody who hasn't done this actually get in this and start start knocking it out of the park? So
1: it's interesting that you say takes a long time because most people that aren't interested in my program is because other people are pitching. You're going to be rich by next week. Right. And um, and then I talk about in my pro, I said, you're not going to you're not going to. Be, you're not going to be making money for five years. And so people that are older, most you know, people that are, are older that have been doing it for a while, they appreciate five years is nothing. But when you deal with younger people, they're like, no, I want to make money right now. So there's a balance there. But I can tell you exactly. And we've done this for so many people. Like, that's why I still do this. And that's why I love it because we set people free. So I'll tell you exactly how. So the first thing we do is we come up with what your freedom number is, right? And we all have different numbers and we make them write down what your ideal day, your ideal life looks like, car, house, vacations, family, travel, whatever it may be. Then put a number next to it. Simple. I'm sure you've done this exercise before on, you know, in some format. And then we we make that number a monthly number. So what would it take to live that ideal life? You just future visioned yourself, right? On average, on average, most people's number is around $10,000 a month. And um, now we have some that come in at 70, 80 grand, and I'm like, well, you can still do it, but it's gonna take you a bit longer, right? Some come in at three and four grand. They're like, well, if I've got four grand a month, I don't have to go to work anymore. So everybody's number is different, but the average I would say is $10,000 a month. Well, with ten thousand dollars a month, and and I'm using low numbers. uh, Keep in mind, I I like to use low numbers because I always rather over deliver than you know make a high promise and not deliver. So I always say you're going to get five hundred dollars a month per property, right? Even if it's bringing in nine, I'm like, well, you're going to have a vacancy, you're going to have whatever. Even we're bringing in a lot more now, but let's still use five hundred. Well, with five hundred dollars a month, that means you need to buy twenty slow flips. And if you get twenty slow flips right now, and we work on them for a whole year, you're buying these twenty. Then you're not going to make any money for five years. In year six, now because it took a year to get them, you're at your ten thousand dollars a month, which will probably be twenty because of the actual numbers. But let's say we're just working on those numbers. So yes, is it a struggle? Yeah, it means I'm working all year this year to acquire these twenty, and I'm not making anything. And then I'm going to manage them again, still for these next five years, and I'm not making anything. But year six, all of a sudden, it was all worth it. So. There's a saying that I love to repeat to people, and it holds true for everything, not just real estate, not just slow flips, but for everything. And I would say, if you do what's easy, life will be hard. And if you do what's hard, life will be easy. And with slow flips, that is taking the hard path. It's easy to just go keep burring. Everybody loves burr. Oh, refi and pull money out, and it's free, tax-free, and keep pulling money out. Yeah, you're getting that money, and that's real. That's nice and easy. But you're setting yourself up for hard because now you still have all this debt you have to take care of now for 30 more years. Or you struggle through and it's hard, but now 61st month, you're like, I got no more debt. That's mine. The check comes in and I get to keep it. And so, I'm, you know, again, that's just me being beat down by the bust, but I'm ingrained now with free and clear is where our freedom is at.
2: Absolutely. And I, I have to question, I got to bring in the age old question of single family versus multifamily. And from the sounds of it, based on your purchase prices, you are exclusively in single family or am I wrong?
1: I am all single family. I have 178 houses now. They are all single family. There's some duplexes and fourplexes in, but I still sell them as one to an investor. A, a big part, we didn't talk about that, a big part of my buyers are investors. They buy them, fix them up, and rent them out Section 8 or rent them conventionally. And, uh, and so I also have some duplexes and fourplexes, but no actual multifamily. And I'm not against, you know, this is the thing. I'm not against multifamily. I'm not against Burr. I'm not against, you know, all these different things people can do. The short answer I always tell people, I said, there's a million ways to make a million dollars, right? Choose one. Choose one. It doesn't mean that just because I love slow flips means whatever you're doing is wrong, right? Multiple things can work simultaneously. I just, I'm doing what works for me. And I'm about free and clear and freedom. Other people are about, you know, Lamborghinis and yachts and and that's the lifestyle they're chasing. And I'm like, well, then this might not be right for you, right? Everybody's different. And I'm very intrigued by multifamily and I've looked into it a dozen times and I probably will get into it at some time in my life. But in my personal opinion right now, I don't feel it's the right time. And the reason is everybody's doing it. And when everybody's doing anything, I'm like, yeah, that's not when I want to be doing it. <laughs> when uh, when it, when they start getting out of it, that's when I'm going to look at it.
2: That's a really good point. You know, there's, there's a uh, – you know, I don't know if I would call it a – uh saturation i don't know if that's the right word for for what's going on in multifamily right now but it's probably pretty close and i know just because that's the game that i'm in that being able to find halfway decent deals out there is almost next to impossible which is I've been having these conversations with my wife, who's AKA my investing partner, about uh, pivoting and going. And she goes, but it feels like you're going backwards. And I'm like, how is it going backwards? It's, it's not going backwards. You, you figure out what works. And, and I, I'm in the same boat with you where you, you figure out what works, you stick to it, you, you're laser focused, but when things change, which they have in the multifamily space, you have to learn how to pivot if you want to continue to grow. And we're still in that growth phase. We're not really in the maintenance phase yet. We're kind of starting to shift that direction. But we are starting to notice that it's time to, you know, figure out where the growth is, you know, and like you said, if, if, if multifamily is just, you know, the people are frothy for this, this real estate market in the multifamily space, it's time to maybe switch off and see something else. We've been looking at ADUs, single families, you can add ADUs to all kinds of different stuff that are as, you know, as creative as we can possibly make it. So I I agree with that a hundred percent. John, did you have a question? I think I started to interrupt you.
0: (laughs) No, you're fine, Kyle. I think that's a really fair point. Um, I wanted to ask you about um, kind of doubt. A lot of people might be listening to this and thinking, how do I, you know, do I jump in? What do I do? What should I do? What's the best route? When you formulated this kind of uh, this kind of approach, was there doubt in your mind? Was it kind of feeling as it goes and proving it or what did that look like?
1: Yeah. So the first five years was an unproven thought in my brain. So I had a lot of doubt. Like I kept like, I'm managing all these houses now and making no money. And I'm like, what am I doing? Is this the right thing? You know, I kept, kept wondering, am I doing the right thing? And then, you know, again, once you hit the finish line, which now I'm ahead, so I'm able to take other people along behind me. But when I, when I did it, nobody was doing that. And so it was a lot of doubt that Why don't I just do this other path, right? Go back to because, you know, you can go back to banks and go back to conventional lending, even hard money lenders. There's other ways to go. And um, so, yeah, tons and tons of doubt. Now, when I have new people coming on board, I'm always telling people, I say, listen, as long as you stick to the numbers, you can get rid of all your doubt. Because if in a month or two or five, you decide this sucks and you don't like it then sell it to somebody else in the group who, who is embracing the program, right? Because people that are doing slow flips want as many as they can get. So I'm like, so if you did it for a month and you were like, oh, I don't like this, then just tell somebody else who's doing slow flips. Hey, you want to take over this one? And they'll be more than happy to do it. And um, so I don't have the doubt anymore, clearly. I mean, we've, we've way outgrown that, but I definitely did. My first five years, I, um, I had a lot of conversations with myself. You know, what, what am I doing? I got all these houses and I'm not making any money. But you know that's the that's the struggle, and then you get through year year six, you get to year six, and all of a sudden now you get collect every month, and you get to keep it.
2: I'm curious about the timeframes during that five years financially. I know this is going to be a question that probably a lot of our listeners are wondering. Um, you've mentioned more than once that you're not really making any money in the five years. So, so we just out of curiosity, how do you live? You know, how do you? I make still wholesale. Payments?
1: I still, wholesale. I, it, yeah. I, still wholesale. I still wholesale to this day. And mostly, I, I mean, back then I did it out need. I, I love wholesaling. I enjoy the business. Um, I, I do it very different than most people do. I do everything different than most people do. You know, everybody, is, everybody now is teaching, oh, scaling and VAs and marketing campaigns. And I'm a one-man band. Since 2013, I've been all completely on my own. My wife answers the phone, so I shouldn't say on my own. You work with your wife as well. My wife answers the phone and sets the appointments I go on the appointments, I buy the house, I text people, I sell it. No crazy softwares, no crazy programs. And, um, and we do really well. Even jo- And I don't do a lot of deals, mind you. I used to do a lot of deals. I used to have a, a business like everyone teaches to do now. Buyers and sellers and coordinators and all kinds of stuff going on. I did more deals than ever and I made less money than ever. Now I dabble and I jokingly call it dabbling. I'm like, I might do one deal in a month. I might do three. I sometimes do no deals in a month. I did a deal closed, not last month, the month before, my biggest in my life, $250,000 on an assignment fee. But the difference is now the money I make is all mine, where before I, I, I would do all these deals. They go in the account and I got to pay all these employees and pay all this marketing campaign and pay all this overhead. Now I do a deal and it's mine.
0: Has, has simplification been a conscious choice? Like, Is that yes. a direct outcome of the recession or what yes. the driver? okay well i
1: didn't i didn't simplify right away i simplified in 2013 um and and i always remember it was 2013 it was 10 years ago this month i um i went away for a month in july my first time doing a month-long trip and now i do them all the time but my first time doing a month-long trip i went to panama for a month and when you have a month and mind you back then the phones didn't work everywhere i had bought a panamanian phone when i was there but our phones didn't work and um, you have a lot of time to think, right? You have a month, you have a lot of time to think. And one of the things I realized is that I don't work for my employee. I, I don't, my employees don't work for me, I work for them. I'm like, I'm doing deals to keep everybody employed. If I didn't have a deal, if I don't wanna lose my contract, is I'll do a, a marginal or a deal I'm not even gonna make anything on because I wanna keep everybody working, right? I'm saying yes to deals I wouldn't have said yes to for my buyers because he, yeah, he did the appointment, I can still make something. And I realized I'm just keeping everybody employed and I'm not making the money. And when I got back, I literally, this was 2013 july 16 2013 i got rid of everybody and i've been on my own ever since and i do a fraction of the deals i used to do but i make way more money and i don't work much i mean i sometimes like t- today i had no appointments. tomorrow i have two appointments so i you know i have a, a 12 and a 130 tomorrow or a 12 and a 2 tomorrow and that's it um you know in some days i have none some some weeks i'll have none you know and then i get a couple of good leads and i'll go on appointments and i can do one deal or two deals and you know we make good spreads but i don't have to split it up or share it I'm, um, you know simplification I, it's it's just mine it's a
2: wonderful thing yeah you're building yeah. that 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 lifestyle that's the american dream and i i salute you for that i think that's wonderful so i'm curious what's uh first of all we'd really like to talk about the uh master investor academy and uh and what it is that you're doing with that and uh kind of explain the program a little bit and how it works with the people who join and um, just and kind of what's next for you if you can give us some kind of a lowdown
1: well so what's next for me and i'd rather actually share this than the master investor academy is i i've recently just written a new book that i'm not sure if i told you about already it's called the art of the slow flip and i was telling you guys beforehand i have i have 250 right now but i have um, free copies for anybody who's listening that wants one it basically goes over the entire process from start to finish on exactly how to do it and so that's the easiest way i always tell people people are like well how do i get started how do I get in? i said don't even try and get in a group and don't try and get started start reading and um and it, it, the shipping and handling i think is 7.95 and anybody who wants one can get one just go to slowflip.com s-l-o-w-f-l-i-p.com and that to me is the best way to get started i you know again i dropped out of high school in 11th grade and i never read a book in my life till i got interested in something which was real estate and that's really all I read is real estate but I always I'm always curious about people who don't read cuz I'm like you have a person right who who've been doing something 10 20 30 50 years and they're an expert at something whatever that may be when they write a book that's their best stuff they're not going to write a book and not put their best stuff in I'm like so they have their best stuff and you can get it for 20 30 bucks or whatever it may be 7.95 in this case for shipping and handling and I'm like so people who don't take advantage of that I'm like you're missing the boat this is the best stuff and um and so I try and tell people that's where I want you to start. If somebody was telling me right now I want to do this or I want to be in your group or I want, I don't really want them to until they know what it even is we do. Otherwise they're going to get in and say, oh that's not what I thought it was, right? And so that's where I really like people to start is read the book. We go through every detail from start to finish, and some people will read it and hate it. That you know, some and what I mean by hate it is not hate the book, but they'll hate the idea of slow flips. And the reason is some people. and I I don't know um, your rental, I know you do apartments, I'm not sure what you have, John. Um, Some people love their houses. Like I used to love mine prior to the bust. Like you take care of it, you have pride in it, you painted the door, you picked out that fixture and it's your house and you love it, right? Those people that still love their houses will not like slow flips. And the reason is with slow flips, we don't have that pride of ownership. The guy we sold it to has that pride of ownership, right? We are just the bank. And and so some people hate that. They're like, no, I don't want to lose my houses. When a friend of mine recently, I was talking to him about converting his rentals to slow flips and his, I'll never forget his answer because it was crazy to me. He says, well, with my luck, they'll all end up buying them. And I'm like, yeah, that would be awesome because we sell at super retail. I'm like, if yeah, and no agent commissions, no fixing them up. Yes, that would be awesome. You would take that money and buy twice as many. But, you know, but if you love your house, they're going to hate it. And that's why I think that's always the best place to start. Read the book, The Art of the Slow Flip, and it goes through detail, detail, detail. And then the people it resonates with, those people will love it. And then there's going to be people who would be like, Scott's out of his mind. I want the Lamborghini and I want to have my houses for the rest of my life. And it's not going to resonate with them. And that's okay. I'd rather it be that way.
0: Love that. That was a long answer to a short question. huh? No, I think, I think that's really, really fair. And can well, you, so in terms of then pivoting from the book or moving from the book to to working directly with you, what does that look like?
1: So we have a program that it's called the Freedom Accelerator Program. And I do, we have a, we have a limited group in there that we do meetings once a week. We have it. it's a, it's a community as well as, um, coaching, as well as all the courses. So we're constantly updating and changing as things change. I also meet, like I have this attorney who I went, I went out to dinner with when I was in St. Louis because he's doing everybody's closings. And, um, and so I interviewed him for them. I asked them, give me a list of questions you have about the laws out there. And so we, we asked him and now he's like our exclusive attorney out there. And I, in different areas, we have multiple states where I try to, I try and keep the group as a whole investing in the same markets because now we have infra- infrastructure. When you just pick, like, if you're thinking, I'm in Oregon, I'm not going to invest out in in Illinois, right? Well, I agree with you. I wouldn't either. But if I have 50 other people who are and we have a guy who's putting on lot boxes, and a guy who's doing pictures and videos and a guy who's doing the closings and a guy who's filling them and your job is basically just finding the deal, then it's no longer that crazy fear of what am I doing going to some strange place. And so I try and put everybody together. We, uh, It's really turned into be a great group that um, – They are all working together. It's not just me, you know. And that's what I wanted when we started. I didn't want it to be the Scott Show where it's all Scott all the time, right? And it hasn't been that way. They've been doing great, working together, and they're doing a lot of deals, which is why I enjoy it so much.
0: Scott, how can people reach out to you?
1: So the the best way, obviously, like I said, I like people to start off by reading the book. Um, However, if they want, if somebody had a question or wanted to reach out to me, I'm on literally every social, including the new one that just came out today. I was going or to yesterday. say threads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's all under my own name. Um, you know, I'm on everything TikTok and Twitter and LinkedIn and YouTube and Facebook and now thread and Instagram and, and, uh, and they're all under my name. So that's the easiest way you can just type in Scott Yellen. If you don't need any fancy, uh, any fancy names or numbers, it's just my name.
0: We'll put some links in the, in the, um, show notes of this so that people can. Did you, did you, you sign up for the new one yet? I did, and then I read that we're going to have to create a new account to sign up for the Investories.
1: Oh, interest. yeah, okay. Wow. I just do everything under my own name.
0: Yeah. 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 Kyle's like, ah, oh, damn it. I should have done that.
1: <laughs> I actually just made my first post on it right while I was waiting to come on with you guys. I was there sitting here, and I made, my, I made my very first post on there.
0: What was it? Take that, Elon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually, when I post, typically it's this, it's almost the same content on all all platforms. Certain people watch and look certain different ones.
0: Uh, so you, we need to follow you just just for tips, Scott.
1: <laughs> well, you know, and, and I, what I do, some you know, again, like I told you, some people hate it. But what I do is almost I tell people I used to do live events and I stopped about a year ago. And I always tell people I say, well, what I'm going to teach you is literally going to be 100 percent the opposite of what everyone else. If you've been to, been to other live events, it's the opposite of what they've taught you, and. Um, and so I said that makes you that makes your questions easy to answer when you ask. Think about what that guy would have said. Mine's the opposite answer.
0: <laughs> there you go. I think that's words to live by. I love that. Uh, yeah. Scott. Thank you so much for your time today. We really do appreciate it and, and the candid conversation. It's always fun to have someone on who's. Uh, thank you who's for a having contrarian. me on. <laughs> Yeah, most definitely. And we'll be back next week.
1: Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Investors Podcast. We all have a story.
0: What's yours? The Investors Podcast.